0: You're listening to Balanced Broads with your hosts, Erica and Sage.
1: Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Balanced Broads. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for being here. Um, We have a good episode in store for you today. Um, We wanted to talk a little bit about... um, Growing up and adulting, and how much fun that is. So much fun. <laughs> you know, there's the good parts, the bad parts, you know, all of that. Um, and then, of course, we're going to do a little bit of a bachelor recap for you. And we're going to end it with assholes of the week. Good news. I said both <laughs> because that way I can. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> So, yeah, um, it'll be a good episode, so stay tuned with us. And some exciting news, I don't know if you guys already saw on – did we post it? No, I don't think we posted it on our Balanced Broads Instagram, just on personal Instagrams. Yeah, we just, like, slyly changed
0: our personal
1: picture. <laughs> we just – yeah, very sneaky. Um, we changed our cover art, and it is so cute, and we could not be happier with it. Um, so we just wanted to give, like, a huge shout-out to Maria you can check out her work at, um, at Maria Beatrice with a Z underscore J. So Maria Beatrice Z underscore J. Um, so cute. I loved her and so, so talented. She's so talented. She's from Portugal, I believe. Um, yeah, Portugal. And she took like two days to finish our work. She was so quick. She was so on top of it. She was open to revisions, which is always like – Um, so nice and so helpful because a lot of artists that, um, we've like talked to are not open to revisions and, um, so it was really nice and she's just the cutest. And if you need any work done by her, make sure to mention our names and, you know, get some caricature work done because it's seriously so much fun to see yourself in cartoon form
0: <laughs> and <laughs> so much
1: cuter than you actually look. <laughs> exactly. You just enhance all your like good features. Um, but there's so many digital artists out there and I know it can get like overwhelming if you're looking for one, but she is a huge recommendation of ours. Um, so yeah, so we just want to slip that in there really quick and then we will just get on to the episode now. Yay. Let's do it.
0: So Sage, you know how we're both grown-ups now? Yes, unfortunately I've come to that realization. The harsh realization that we are adults. And I feel like we've just learned so much. We both live with our boyfriends. And I mean it changes it's it changes everything, right?
1: It really does. I mean, living with your mom is very different than living with your boyfriend. Oh,
0: so different. <laughs> in both good <laughs> and bad ways
1: yeah i i completely agree um so yeah we just wanted to talk about like we we thought we would break it up into little like sections and talk about like um kind of like the ma- the major things of like becoming like really adulting and moving out and being on your own and all that jazz um and just talk a little bit about each each topic that we made up So, um, to start Erica, I think Erica should definitely start with this one because she is 10 times better at this than I am. And that is budgeting and, um, just all the really fun and exciting money stuff. So Erica, that's all you, because I suck and you're really good at that.
0: I mean, you make me sound like I'm like actually really good at it, but like I know how to do it. I just don't. (laughs) That's the problem. Okay. Well, at least
1: Okay, well, then I guess we're on the same boat. But I feel like you say no
0: to things more than I do. I feel like I just want less than you do. (laughs) Like, you know the Um, things that you want, like, especially with makeup. And I'm mm -hmm. just, like, too lazy to do the research in the first place. So I'm just, like, I'll just grab my normal stuff from Target. (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I totally get that. But, like... I. I've been trying I, I, to learn how to budget and it's 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 like a a harsh realization that we are so poor. No, I
1: mean it's just and we'll get into this like later, but like where we live in Orange County, um California is just makes things wanting things a lot harder <laughs> because <laughs> You make a lot less and you spend a lot more. and But I also think when you're in other states, people don't want as much as they do here. It's not as materialistic there in other states as it is here.
0: It's definitely like a stigma. Like I'm thinking of when I like I'd go to L.A. sometimes to get my facials. And while I'm Mm -hmm. there, I get moon juice. Like they don't have moon juice in Minnesota, you know. (laughs) the different type (laughs) of moon drink
1: (laughs) yeah no it's just it's unfortunate but like you're just raised around like that like lifestyle so when you're born and raised in orange county you just kind of like don't know any different and you're just like oh yeah no i need I need a $120 facial. Like I need
0: it. (laughs) Like (laughs) non-negotiable. It's
1: non-negotiable
0: that I get this hydro facial. (laughs) It's so true. Like there's a line in my budget for facial. Mm -hmm. And then a line in my budget for my manis and petties, And a line in my budget for my brows. (laughs) It's too much. Exactly. I
1: mean, it's... It's, it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough, and not only do we live in Orange County, but we're also women that live in Orange County and young women in, that live in Orange County. And that makes it even harder. Um And so, yeah, we're just, the cards were dealt
0: against us in that aspect. We are so unfortunate and we like are the, really tough.
1: Poor, unfortunate.
0: <laughs>
1: um, But so Erica, like, tell me, I mean, I already know a lot, but like, tell us how you even if you don't do it like perfectly all the time like what apps you like to use like how you like to budget um and then I'll talk about it too because I do like I'm not awful with my money like I I do save and I do like you know I do certain things and blah 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 so just give us some like I guess quote tips and tricks on how you um save your money like when you can
0: So I am all about like the organization of budgeting, like Mm -hmm. it excites me, but I found that the easiest way to do it is like use one of like the apps that helps you with it. Otherwise it can get really overwhelming. Um, So this app that I use is called you need a budget and it helps so much. Like it kind of changes the way that you think about money because Mm -hmm. they have you budget like what you have in your wallet at that moment versus what you're going to be paid next weekend. You know, like, yeah, it's just more realistic. Like, and it helps me think, okay, I have this bill due in two weeks, but I'm not getting paid before then. So I have to pay for that now basically with the money that I have. Mm-hmm. And it's changed the way that I think about the money that I have. Um, But I mean, it's still hard. Like <laughs> today, I think I had maybe thirty dollars in my like dining out budget until mm-hmm. next weekend. And yeah. I just like spent half of that today on burritos and tacos because <laughs> I needed it. <laughs> so Okay, but where were the burritos and tacos from? Um, this really cute local place, like two seconds by my house. And Ew. they're so nice and fast and <laughs> I was desperate. So, it's Taco Tuesday, you guys. So is your like $30 budget
1: for the next weekend just for you or for you and Austin? That's just for me.
0: And so I, technically that's $60. <laughs> yeah. So technically I have a little <laughs> bit of leeway, but I did not plan to spend 20 bucks on burritos and tacos today. So I'm gonna yeah. like the way that I would fix it with YNAB would be like, okay, I spent more in this category. So I have to take away money from another category. So I'm like, yeah, I can't buy, I don't know, whatever random thing I wanted to buy, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I think sometimes it's hard too, because we're like, Okay, like we've been eating out too much. Like let's, um, like we'll stay in. Like we'll cook something tonight. Like that we already have. And then like by the time we both get home from work, we're like, oh my god, let, I'm so tired. Like let's go to Cheesecake Factory. And it's then exactly like that happened tonight. Yeah, and then that's like, and then that's like sixty five
0: dollars. Yeah, and then you're like, shit, I we have meat in the freezer. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. No, it's it's hard. I mean, but no, that. The thing about, like, me, it's because it, that's hard for my – um the that budget up for me is because, like, my pay isn't the same every – I get paid weekly, and it's, like, not the same every week. So it's, like, hard for me to, like, be, like, super organized with that.
0: But that's, like, even more of a reason to be organized because, like, you might make something different one week versus the other week, you know?
1: I mean – yeah, but like, how do I stay organized if
0: I don't know what's exactly coming in every week? But that's the thing with YNAB. It's not, I'm going to budget what I'm making next week. It's, I'm going to budget the money I have right now. All right. <laughs> I'm honestly cool. like one of those people who. I will come to knock on your door and be like, excuse me, sir, do you have a moment to talk about our savior?
1: budget?" I know. Okay. Well, maybe I'll work, work on like actually sitting down and getting that organized. Cause it's like, I feel like there's so many things in my life that I really need to like sit down and get organized. Like, the amount <laughs> of times I say like, I need to sit down and get this organized. Like that's another thing about adulting is like, it's so hard to keep your life organized and, like, you know, normally, like, your mom's, like, okay, you have a doctor's appointment next week, <laughs> or, like, oh, you have to go do this, oh, you have to do that, and it's, like, oh, shit, no, I have to make my own doctor's appointments and make sure that I'm good, and, like, the other day, we had to take Oakley to get to the groomers, and I wanted to switch groomers because I didn't, like, where whatever, and, it was a new place so they needed like all his vaccination records and I'm like oh my gosh I don't even know where his vaccination records are like I think I lost them when we moved here like blah blah blah. Oh my god
0: it's so hard.
1: It's so hard I'm like I have to like get Oakley organized you know like he needs his boosters and like he needs to be neutered and like all that stupid stuff that I like don't want to deal with but I have to because I'm an adult and I chose to raise a dog.
0: (laughs) He's literally like
1: your baby. He's Literally a child, like it's seriously. I will never, I'm not gonna say having a dog is like the same amount of having a child, but it's really hard. Like, at least your child you can like take everywhere, like a human child, but like a dog child, you have to like come home all the time because like you don't want to leave him in the crate for too long, you don't want to leave him out of the crate for too long and let him ruin your stuff. You have to take
0: him to the bathroom, like you know. Yeah, that sounds terrible. I have two cats, so I can't really. My you cat can't, there, can't. So I can't. They're self-serving, independent bitches. They
1: are, but like, you still have to like take them to uh, like take them somewhere if you want to go on a trip. Like, you can't take them with you like you could a baby.
0: Yeah, it's very true. Um, we're actually going to Hawaii this weekend for a wedding, mm-hmm. and I had to like arrange babysitting services with my mom and be like, "Okay, I'm going to bring all their stuff. I will bring them on Thursday."
1: <laughs> my yeah, children. No, it's hard, and like I. Like with Oakley, like we used to take him to like a pet hotel. Um, but then I like realized that he was like in the crate like all the time at the pet hotel. Like they never had him oh out. God. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, why am I paying like $500 for him to be in a crate? Like that's so stupid. So then I just started like, um, having my mom watch him. Um, But it sucks like I'm like oh I don't want to go here for that long because like I don't want to have my like leave him with my mom for that long because like he's not easy like he's still a kid so he's like all over the place but no those are just like all the little things that you just have to like organize and be on top of and it's it's funny seeing like people because I feel like you and I are both like really young to be like um, adulting you know like we're still like young because there's people i know that are in our, my that are my age and your age that are like way like you like not doing
0: this stuff. It's so true and like i feel like i think i moved out when i was 22 at first mm-hmm. like that's when i went out for college and then i think i moved out when i was 25 24 i don't remember. But um definitely like as long as you can stay at home because you can save so much money like not paying rent like even if you help your parents with like a bill here and there like that's great like it helps you understand the process of like paying for bills but try and stay at home as long as you can because rent is so expensive especially if you're in California and don't like let people tell you like oh my god you're too old to be living at home because that is a blessing mm-hmm.
1: Pretty- yeah I mean it's it's it has its perks for sure and I know there's people probably that are like my age and your age and stuff that are like oh my gosh like I wish I could be on my own like I wish blah blah, blah. like we're not saying that it's like terrible and like don't <laughs> yeah. do it like we're miserable <laughs> yeah if you, please help us but if you <laughs> if you can do it, do it. Like, you know, and if you're going to be comfortable, like do it. Like we are lucky enough to be at like a financial spot where we can and be comfortable, you know? Um, but not everyone is. And if you're not, then stay home.
0: Yeah. Don't rush
1: out because it's, it's hard out here. (laughs) Yeah. Like don't force yourself. Um, because I was like, how old I was like, barely, like not even 21 so you yeah, we were a little baby. Still I, was, are. I still am. And I was when I moved out. So <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of factors that go into it, but just make sure that you're going to be like hundred percent. Okay. And even if you do, and then you decide you need to go back home, like hopefully your parents are, I know my parents would be stoked. So yeah. hopefully,
0: hopefully your <laughs> parents are like, will welcome you back with open arms. Yeah, exactly. Um, and going back to, like, different living situations. I know that both you and I have, you know, obviously lived at home with, like, our really close families, and then we've both moved out for, like, I moved out for college, you moved out for work, Mm -hmm. and, like, lived with roommates, and then now we both live with our partners. Mm -hmm. Um, How do you, like, I know, of course, you're happy to, like, live with Cole because he's awesome, but, like, how do you feel like that transition was like living with your family to living with roommates, like brand new people and then living with your partner? Um, I mean, living with my family was never
1: an issue because like my family and I were really close and you have the same situation. Like obviously my mom and I fought because like what mother daughter like doesn't fight. (laughs) Like they like, it just, that's what happens. Um, And, but we have like an amazing relationship and I have great relationship with my sisters and blah, 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 my dad and stuff. Um, and then I'm, yeah, I moved out for work and I actually was living like by myself in the house for a little bit because when I went out into the house, they, no one had been there yet. So, Um, I was there for like a few weeks by myself, I believe, I think I was at least on my half of the house. It was like a five bedroom house. So on my half of the house, I was completely by myself. I think there was another girl. She either came like right after me, like a couple weeks after, or she was there. I can't remember. Um, I could not stand her. And I was like, it really sucked, um, for a while until, um, the rest of the girls came. So um, two more girls. I ended up living with five girls, um, and four—no, three of them I loved, and one of them I really didn't like. And she was just not. She was just not fun to live with. So that was like kind of a weird experience because she was the first person that came in, and she like immediately was like asking me about like all my stuff, like, where'd you get this? How much was this? What was this? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like just super like klepto, like oh, weird, stuff, you know? Nice. And I was just like, Oh God, like I want to go home. And then, um, but no, like living with, and ended up being really cool. Like living with roommates was really cool. Um, and across, we like in our little like housing neighborhood across the house from us was like a house full of guys. Um, which was cool because they were all like super, super nice and like made us feel really, like made me feel really safe there. And, um, you no, know, it was like a really fun experience to like live. It was fun to live on an island, like, like, like a little island and just felt like a little, like a different world. Um, and then living with roommates was really cool. And then towards the end, Cole, um, moved out there with me. And I mean, that was different. That was the first time we had like really, like lived together and it was in like such small quarter corridors and yeah no it was great and then eventually like all the girls got boyfriends pretty much out there so there there was like eight of us living in there at one point In like oh my very- god
0: that's
1: that's tight with one bathroom oh one no kitchen, like one tiny kitchen like it was it was a lot so and then like half the time we would walk in the house and there would be like deer in our kitchen. Like it was uh, naturally like, yeah. just, you know, deer eating our food. Like it was it was a lot. So that like my experience was very different than the average person's experience. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, lived, I lived on an island in up in the mountains. So um that sounded really weird. An island in the mountains. But if you've been <laughs> if you've been to Catalina Island, you'll know like there's the island little and then there's up in the mountains where there's like Freaking Buffalo and shit, but no, it was great. Like living with roommates was cool, and then then I moved out, and then I moved. I got my own place finally with um, my actual own place with Cole, and it's been great. I mean, it of course there it like brings trials into your relationship, um, and there's days that are like really hard, but um personally, I I really think you should live together before you get married. Whether that's when you're still boyfriend and girlfriend, or when you're engaged, um, I think it's really important to live with that person because it completely changes a relationship, in my opinion.
0: I totally agree. I know that there's, like, two different mindsets on this because, of course, after you get married, you want to, like – it's a new thing. Like, you move in together. It's a big deal. But you learn so much about a person when you move in with them. And the way that you handle situations living together is, like – that's going to be your life. So you have to make sure that you're compatible. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like it, yeah, it's, it's crazy.
1: Like it, you just like, you, they just turn, I don't know. It's hard. I don't want to say like they turn into a different person, but you just like, you see every bit of them, you know, yeah,
0: you see a different side of them. I feel like that little facade of like us being so cute all the time, completely falls away. And like, Mm -hmm. they see us like, with our pimple cream and yeah. greasy hair and like not cute pajamas and they're like, All right, this is my life. <laughs> this is yeah, what I signed up for.
1: And they still love us. Yeah. I mean, but vice versa, you know? Oh, totally. And um Yeah, no, like it's it's super nice. And even like I wouldn't be I wouldn't be with like living with Cole if I didn't know that like he was the man I was going to spend the rest of my life with. You know, like I wouldn't be wasting my time and being away from my family and you know going through this to if it wasn't someone that I knew I was going to spend the rest of my life with.
0: Yeah, it's definitely like a serious step and a necessary one to know if that's like your partner for life.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Because I can't even imagine, like, and even if, like, you you get engaged and then move in, like, if you're more comfortable doing that, like, that's, like, I think that's great, too. Um, I almost like that better, like, because then you're, like, you know, you're, like, okay, like, it's really set in stone, but let's, let's move in together before we pre- put it on paper. Yeah, it's still, you like, know? a step. Totally. Um, but personally, like, I love it. I have a great experience. Like, for me, it's just, like, having a sleepover with, like, your best friend every day. Yeah, I agree. Like it's fun, you know? And it's like you just it's that's the fun thing about being an adult is like you can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know? no one
0: can like say anything when you're watching TV on the couch all all day. <laughs> you're like I'll clean those dishes when I want to. <laughs> exactly. Like,
1: oh, I'm having um I'm having pizza for breakfast. Yeah, I am. am. Cuz I, I want I'm an adult. <laughs> it's my house. Um <laughs> No, yeah, though, it's it's great, and we recommend it, but it's a huge step, and it's it's a big part of adulting, and it just is, and just is what it is. But um, <laughs> I think another thing, too, that is, like, a small thing, but, like, a very annoying thing of adulting is, like, cooking and cleaning.
0: Oh, my God, yeah, like... Cooking is tough, guys. <laughs> I do not like to cook. Um, I
1: absolutely loathe cooking. Um, and if you if you thought I said love, I didn't. I said loathe. <laughs> um clarify loathe. Loathe. Um, I loathe cooking. I don't mind cleaning at all. Um, I think in at least in
0: my house, it's Cole's the cooker for sure. Yeah, we're actually the same. Like, we're like if you cook dinner, I'll clean all the dishes. And I love that. I can easily yeah. clean all the dishes.
1: Yeah. I'm more of like a dessert maker. I, I'm a, I like to bake. He likes to cook. Who cleans then? Do you still clean? Yeah, no, I'll still clean. He, he's really good about it though. Like if, um, like I have like a stressful day cause he gets home from work before I do. So if I like have a stressful day at work, usually he'll like clean the entire house for me and stuff.
0: That's nice. It's definitely a compromise that you have to figure out. I kind of wonder like, if you're in a relationship with someone and you guys are both cookers and not cleaners, mm-hmm. how that would work out. Um, Make a chore but, list. <laughs> yeah, a weekly chore list. But I feel like for me, what really helped both of us learn how to cook is using like those delivery services like Whole um, yeah. Fresh and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. so much how they give you like step-by-step guides and yeah, um, we kept all of those like menu cards so we're like we can still make these things we have different recipes so helpful yeah us too we we did it for like
1: a few months and then we we canceled it because we were like there was like a couple months for a while that we were going on like trip after trip after trip so we're like okay let's just cancel it for a while like while we're like on the go all the time um but we saw like all we made, like we have all the recipes in there still. And they were like always so good. Um, but we, lo- we like, we're a huge fan of meal delivery services. Like, um, like even like the microwave ones, like I did freshly for a while. and I took it to work. Um, they just ha- didn't have like a very broad menu. So I would get really sick of it really quick. But, um, HelloFresh is an- amazing. It's just the only thing about HelloFresh is that usually each meal takes like at least like 45 minutes to an hour to cook
0: yeah totally and if it's like you're cooking for you and someone you probably have enough for like dinner that night maybe lunch the next day
1: mm-hmm. but you still
0: have to cook dinner the next night and it's like i'm yeah. not going to spend an hour every single night cooking dinner that's not gonna happen
1: yeah like i'm not i'm not a mom yet um,
0: <laughs> i did not but- sign up for that
1: exactly yeah no yeah each thing took like an hour but like it's a fun couple thing to do like if you want to like cook together like it's a cute like little thing to do but like maybe like two or three times a week max but like the other days i'm like oh no like especially like on tuesdays which is like our like we record i edit like i work late like those are my late days at work so like the last thing I usually don't even eat dinner, let alone like make an hour dinner. Like, absolutely, absolutely not.
0: Yeah. If anything, we're lucky just to like have cereal. Totally. <laughs> Something quick. Or like, I usually do like a protein smoothie. And I'm like, that's it. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to be in the kitchen all night. Like, there's no, especially Tuesday nights. Like, we have priorities. We'd rather record this podcast for you guys than eat. I completely agree. You know, <laughs>
1: That's very important. <laughs> um, But yeah, no, I mean, like, can you think of anything else that's like adulting that we can
0: talk about? I mean, I can think of a hell of a lot of things, but I also don't want to like bore our listeners with adult talk too much. So I feel like right. we should segue into some some fun topics, liven yeah. it up a little bit. Okay. <laughs> All right, we-, we can do that. All right,
1: let's do that. Well, you know, I do also want to talk about like kind of just like planning for like our future, like, um, like small and big things. Like, I think it's really important to, um, whether you like, whether you are like, um, living at home or not living at home or still in high school or, you know, like, graduate like wherever whatever stage you are in life I think planning for the future is like a really important thing to do because um especially someone who struggles with mental health and like depression sometimes it's really nice it can be really stressful also but um taking it step by step planning for the future and like um planning for all the good things that are going to happen and like setting goals for yourself and even if they're small goals because every time you achieve them like it, it it makes you feel really good.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And definitely with the mental health stuff, like it can, of course, it can be stressful to plan for this stuff, but it's also really exciting. And it's like, it makes me feel like, okay, like I have a plan for the future and I need to like achieve these goals. So I'm going to work on that, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean,
1: like Cole and I are always talking about it because like, I don't know you know, how long like we'll end up being in California. Um, like it's raising a family out here. Like, it's not, I don't know if it's like something that's going to be like very easy to do. And like, you know, um, we always are like talk. you know, planning out our future in that aspect and, you know, you know, thinking of new like business ventures and where we're going with our relationship and, um, you know, everything like that. Like we're really big planners and, we always are like setting goals for ourselves and trying to um, take steps towards like achieving the things that we want in life and like never, never taking steps backwards. And um, sometimes you just take steps backwards and that's okay. But you know,
0: you just, what do they say? One step back, two steps forward. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, is it two steps forward? No, one step. No, I don't know. You go back and forward is the, is the point of the, the point of the phrase. (laughs) Exactly. Um yeah, I feel like that's I really would love if we could do like a more in-depth like financial talk once we Mm -hmm. like learn more about it in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Or maybe even like have the guys on because I know that both Austin and Core are all into like investing and like Mm -hmm. starting your own business and all that like logistical stuff. Mm -hmm. Which is like super important. And like thankfully for us, like since we don't it's not our like interest to like seek out that information Thankfully, Mm -hmm. it's their interest. Like they are actually interested in this stuff. Um, but that's definitely like another adult thing. Like we're investing our money and we're like having, you know, what's it called? Like IRAs and save up for a future house one day. Like that's insane to even consider. Yeah, no, it's, it's 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 a blessing
1: to even be able to like talk about that though.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's not it's not in everyone's game plan, especially like I can say for me with like my student loan debt, it's not like something that I'm like I can actively invest my money right now because I'm more into paying off debt. But yeah. it's still like nice to learn about it because eventually that's a goal of mine. I want to get there and be able to do that.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. And it's hard. Like sometimes you just have to like step back and be like, okay, like even though this is really stressful, like I'm just like happy and I'm blessed that I'm able to like even take steps towards that because there's a lot of people that aren't. And um, whether you're taking tiny little baby steps or huge leaps, like you should be really proud of yourself for where you are in life and like never compare yourself to others because I know I know a lot of people, you know, that constantly compare themselves to others and, um, you know, it's not a healthy, like, it's not a healthy lifestyle to live. And I think we catch ourselves doing that a lot um, every once in a while, like being on social media or just in life, just hearing things and being jealous or being like, well, I should like what they're older than they're younger than me. Like, why are they like ahead of me? And why are they like, why they, they already graduated. They already have a house. They already blah, blah, blah. They're married. They're, they have kids, whatever. Um, but like, you don't know what they're going through and you don't know what they're dealing with and, um, how they feel about themselves and how their actual lifestyle is. And especially with social media, it's like 10 times harder to, um, not compare yourselves to others and feel like you're behind and just know that you're not behind and you should be proud of yourself at whatever step you are in life as long as you're going forward
0: that was so inspirational
1: thank you um but that's true like it, that's i don't want anyone to ever feel like they're behind because i feel like that sometimes
0: yeah i do too i mean it's only natural so it's nice to like know other people are doing the same thing but also remember to just take a step back from that, take a step back and assess uh, your situation
1: and stop comparing yourself. I want to have a whole goddamn episode about comparing yourselves and how disgusting social media is and how much I hate it and how much I wish that social media didn't exist. And we'll probably post about
0: it. <laughs> yeah. And
1: then we'll post about how much we hate social media. <laughs> and then um, check our that's Instagram. what we all do. <laughs> I let, we'll post an inspirational quote. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because that's what everyone does. Um, but yeah, no, let's I think that's good for our like adulting talk. We probably put a couple of people to sleep um and inspired a couple. So <laughs> I'm like, no, but <laughs> but yeah, so um let's get into the really important things in life and um that's the bachelor. So stay tuned. <laughs> Okay, so on to very important things and things that you have to know and cannot go on with your day without talking about and that's the bachelor, you
0: guys, you guys, it's time for our bachelor recap, which is like, very much requested. We're so happy really, that you enjoy this time in our podcast. It really is. And I like, I feel like you either love it or you hate it. So I
1: apologize if you hate it, but you're welcome if you love it. Um, <laughs> This episode, this week's episode was Hometowns, and Peter went to all the girls' hometowns, met their family, met some of their families. Yeah, not um, all of the families. families. Not all of the families. And it was a little bit anticlimactic, other than Victoria F., um, but we will get to that. We'll go in order. Um, the first date was Hannah Ann, who
0: you know (laughs) yeah i think that's perfectly said (laughs) i mean she's just like there like she's cute and like fun to look at but i don't remember anything they said to each other at all i i watched it 30 minutes ago and i don't remember what they said to each (laughs) other
1: so um i mean like I'm trying to like it she's so beautiful and she's so sweet and she's really cute but like she just seems like she writes down on her hand what she's gonna say and then the cameras are on her and she's like Peter my dad is a lumberjack and he said that he wants not only a man with good character but also a real tough
0: man it is so true she would be a great actress I think she needs to pivot her career a little bit I mean yeah like and she did she she did pageants, right? Or no, Am I am I wrong? I think she did modeling.
1: Well, yeah, I know she was modeling. If she hasn't done pageants, then she needs to do pageants because she'll do she'll like she'll do really well with those questions because she's good at sounding like she knows what she's talking about, but she also sounds really rehearsed. Yeah. Um, totally. you know, but yeah, so there's this really anticlimactic. I'm trying to think. Um her dad was like really protective, which like usually they are. Um, which like I'm like, oh my dad wouldn't be like that. Like my dad's really chill. But then I'm thinking, like, well, if Cole came in and he was dating three other girls, like, yeah, he probably would be protective.
0: Yeah. And like also it's like it's on camera and you know that there's like a million people watching. So you're just like skeptical, skeptical about the whole process, especially dads who don't watch reality TV shows, really. Yeah. They're like, What is this bachelor?
1: <laughs> and it's like so awkward because it's like it's one like it's one thing if he come like if your if your daughter's boyfriend comes in and he's like i'm in love with your daughter like i want to marry her she's the woman of my dreams and i would love to take your daughter's hand in marriage but it's another when he's like I know what I feel for her at this moment, but I can't promise what's going to happen in the future because there are three other women that I'm also in love. Like, you know, like
0: it's freaking weird. Like really, I can't imagine being in that situation. I would be so skeptical too. Like if that was like my sister or like you, like someone that I know, Mm -hmm. I would be like, you might send her home tomorrow. Like that's, that's insane. How can you tell me that you have feelings for her, but yeah, just like not give her a rose and that's it.
1: Yeah, and I think it was Madison, um, Madison's date, who was the second date, that her dad literally was like, like, are you going to pick her? You know, like, he was just like, do you know for sure? Like, is that, you know, and he's like, I'm really sorry, but, like, I can't give you that answer.
0: Yeah, that was intense. I'm glad that the dads are always overprotective like that because I feel like they get more of, like, an answer sometimes from the bachelor slash, slash bachelorette. Like, they're, like, demanding to know what their feelings are, what their intentions are. And Mm -hmm. whatever that person answers is like an indication of what's going to happen with them.
1: Yeah. And yeah. And, um, I think it was weird because he had already told Madison that he was falling in love with her. And then Hannah, we're going back to Hannah's date. Her dad said he, um, her dad said to him, because Peter said, I am I am falling in love with Hannah Ann. Like, I'm falling in love with your daughter. And, like, I haven't told her yet, but I was planning on telling her tonight. And Hannah Ann's dad was like, you know what? Like, out of respect for me, like, I don't want you to tell her because I don't want you to tell her unless, like, this is something that you 100% are positive that you want, like, with my daughter and my daughter only. And, like, said that. And I was hoping that he, like, wouldn't tell her that he was falling in love with her, but he still did. I
0: mean, it's Peter. We already know by now. He is... Not smart. He's not making good decisions. Yeah, he's a little bit of an airhead, um,
1: and he just yeah, he literally was like, I completely understand and respect that, and then he like comes out, he's like, I'm falling in love with you, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> you literally like, he, you, but you know, yeah, not not smart at all. Um, yeah, so so Madison's date was really cute. Um, I mean, freaking Charles Barkley, like. gave him a little like little pep talk which was like so cool um because they're a huge basketball family madison plays basketball which is like
0: so hot madison was so good and peter trying to like impress her with that was really really awkward and um, amazing it was awkward but i was like
1: okay that shows that he's like a real man like he did not care that she like one-upped him you know like His masculinity, like, he's, like, I don't care. Like, he probably was, like, this is so cool. Um, which I really liked that he wasn't, like, he didn't really care. Um, But she looked so cute. So they played basketball. Then they went back to her house. And that's where, like, he talked to the, um, his dad. And you kind of realize, like, how religious they are. Like, very, very religious. Like, pray at the dinner table. And everything they talk about, like, comes back to faith and comes back to God. Which, obviously... We have no problem with, but I just, I don't know if, you know, that's something that like Peter, like, I don't think that's something that aligns with like what Peter's usually used to.
0: Yeah. I feel like he didn't really understand like how much her faith is important to her when she first told him until he was like at their dinner table and was like, Oh, okay. We're not, we're drinking sweet tea (laughs) as our toast," And like, we're going to have a conversation about God. Like it's like an important part of their lives and he's probably just now seeing that.
1: Yeah. And yeah, the sweet, like the no alcohol thing was like, I was like, okay, wow. They're like hardcore. Um, for sure. I mean, my family wouldn't be drinking, but like not for like religious purposes just cause they don't drink. But like, I think they're dr- not drinking was like for religious, you <laughs> know, um, And yeah, everything they talk about usually like came back to faith and religion and he doesn't really touch on it like too much. And, um, she just says that she really wants to tell him that she's saving herself until marriage, which is a really huge thing. Um, she hasn't told him yet, but they will, we'll talk about that a little later, but that they are foreshadowing that she's going to pretty much just tell him that she's a virgin and she's keeping saving herself until marriage and blah blah blah, um, but we'll get to that. And then Kelsey, you can talk about Kelsey's date, but it was very boring as well.
0: I mean, honestly, like I, I don't even know. They had they had a date. They what did they even do? I don't oh, they did, they did the wine. They oh their- yeah, they made wine, which was cool. And then oh, she brought him home, and like there was all that. she's had drama with her family before so like it was a big deal that she brought him home
1: yeah um like her mom and dad had a really messy divorce and she like talked about that and all that stuff her stepdad was there he seemed like a really um he seemed like a really nice guy there was a lot of crying so we see
0: where she got her emotional side from yeah so for them it's not an emotional breakdown it's probably just a tuesday Mm -hmm. and um i mean it was like a cute date and i feel like my opinion of kelsey kind of changed from when she was like a crazy bully to now like now i feel like she's just kind of like normal if not you know a little sensitive but
1: yeah i think she's just like a really emotional person i don't think she's like necessarily like a bully i just think she's like really emotional and like like where you're like damn (laughs) Um, but I think she's a really sweet girl. Um, she does. Um, I mean, yeah, I think she has a sweetheart, but I don't, I don't know. Like if the show, like, I feel like her and Kelly were like a little, like, not like not made for the show.
0: Yeah. You definitely have to have like a certain personality slash like aspiration to be Instagram influencer to make it on the show. Totally. And that's not, I mean, I mean they could be like Kelsey could definitely have like the brand deals now but probably wasn't her intention going into the show which Mm -hmm. sucks because that's what it should be but it's not how it is anymore
1: yeah and I think we'll get now we can get into Victoria F's very short date um (laughs) because I think that's what she's here for so Victoria F's date um was actually going really well at first. They weren't fighting for once, which is like so stupid that they were fighting. It just is so dumb. But, um, uh, they had their date and, uh, the end of the date when they were like splitting up to go get ready for like him to come meet her family. Um, he got approached by one of his ex girlfriends who had her face blurred, but she came up to him and they talked and they had their little awkward like encounter And then she pretty much said to him, hey, I just want to warn you about like Victoria F. I know her. Um, You're a really good guy. And I just, she's a really like not a good person. In so many words, you know, she's not a good person. She's broken up a lot of relationships and you deserve a lot better than like what you're going to deal with if you choose her. I just am warning you and warning you and warning you. It was, he was like really thrown off by it. Um, And when he went to go, went to go meet her family. Um, he didn't even confront her. He really just like was like, "Hey, I want to put this out there before I go and meet your family. I don't know what's going on. And she, like, let loose
0: on him it was like the textbook definition of gaslighting. like right away, she attacked Peter mm-hmm. for even just like mentioning this this talk that he had, which like any person would do, like if you're on a date with someone, and your ex-girlfriend comes up and says, Hey, that person is really shady. Like, of course, you want to like talk about it and be like, you know, was is it like you guys have bad blood between you guys, or is she making this up? Like, here's a chance to tell your side. And she immediately is like, Oh my god, how dare you? Fuck you. I'm done. I'm leaving. Like, yeah, she just wanted to give up right away.
1: I think it just it just proved that she doesn't want to be there anymore. And also that she did everything that that girl said she did.
0: (laughs) Yeah. She did not defend herself. So basically she admitted to it. Um, And I feel like this was definitely like meant to happen because I kept on hearing like, I mean, I don't know Virginia beach, which is like her hometown, but Mm -hmm. I kept on, I kept on hearing it's like a small community or at least like if you know of people, you know of people. And Mm -hmm. Victoria F definitely made a name for herself over there. So going on a national show like The Bachelor, of course, you're going to get all of that attention. And I mean, I give awesome. I give props to to Peter's ex girlfriend for like saying something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why they blurred her face because everyone knows who she is already. <laughs> like you can easily search who his ex was. But mm-hmm. I mean. It was, it's, I'm like still mad at Peter for this, honestly.
1: I'm mad at Peter because in the end, he ends up not sending her home.
0: Yeah, he sends home Kelsey, which like I saw coming, but I was like hoping that he wasn't as dumb as I thought he was. And then he was like, no, I'm really that dumb. I mean, he's doing the same thing that Hannah B did with Jed. Yeah, it's, so, it's like it's so true. I was watching this with, Austin and he was like I feel like Hannah B is watching it and saying like oh now I don't feel I don't look that bad for choosing Jed which is true when she chose Jed she didn't know any of his past she didn't know Mm -hmm. anything but Peter is learning everything (laughs) as it's happening and he is still blindly giving her roses when there's other girls who would be so much
1: better but she did also do the same thing with Luke P she knew how bad he was and she
0: kept him around. That is true. He he was he was too much.
1: Yeah. And so now we're down to the final three, Hannah Ann, Madison, and Victoria F. So two out of what we thought um, they were going to be. And we just got the wrong Victoria for the third one. So, um, you know, which is whatever. But they foreshadowed for the next episode or did the preview for the next episode um, and it looks like Madison is going to be giving Peter um, a little bit of an ultimatum, and she's pretty much going to say, "I am going to self-eliminate if I find out that you um, are intimate with anyone in the fantasy suites."
0: I feel like for sure Peter has had sex with Victoria F at this point. Um, probably you mean
1: before, like, like yeah, currently in their this timeline of The Bachelor.
0: Yeah, like before fantasy suites. I'm. Without a doubt, he's had sex with her. Where, When? Like, I mean, I have no clue, but I'm sure that there's, like, you know, back ways to, like, get to Peter, just the way that Kelsey walked over to Peter's house that one time, you know? I feel like that has to play into why Victoria F. is still there and how she keeps on getting roses. I mean, that one makes sense. I just, I feel like it has to be true. And... I don't know Madison like she's just such a sweet pure girl and I would love for her to win but it does look like she's gonna possibly self-eliminate and Victoria F in this foreshadowing was like that's disgusting like how could you like give him an ultimatum like oh my god girl bye like that's so gross I mean like who are you to talk Victoria, i know like you're gross
1: (laughs) and also like she just wants to have sex with him if she hasn't already so that's probably why she's mad because she's like i'm not gonna win so i want to have sex with him at least yeah totally um and i'm sure that's how hannah ann's probably
0: feeling too yeah i i'm worried for this because i don't know what's gonna happen
1: but like playing devil's advocate like do you feel like what Madison's doing is fair, like giving him an ultimatum, like knowing what this show is about and knowing like that he's had sex with Hannah B. And, um, like she watched Hannah B's season. I'm sure like she knew the whole windmill thing and everything. Mm -hmm. And I think this is also probably where they're going to say like, Oh, he had sex with Sydney, you know, like he'll probably tell her that. I don't know. Like, is it fair? Is like what she's doing fair?
0: I am interested to see how she like poses this ultimatum because I feel like you can't give someone an ultimatum for what they may have done in the past. Mm -hmm. Like if it was like from this point forward, if you have sex with anyone, then that's different. But if it's like if you've ever had sex with anyone your entire life, I'm done. Like (laughs) it's not, it's not gonna be fair if she puts it like He didn't even know, you know, he's, he doesn't even know that she's a virgin. So how would he know that this would be a big deal to her?
1: Okay. But do you think it's fair if she does, if so you do think it might be fair if she says, I, if you have sex with anyone here, like from now on, I'll leave. I could understand that. Like, okay. Yeah. But what about when forward? What about when Luke P said that though? He did the same thing. Did he say, I forgot how he said it. Did he he say like, if I find out, I don't know if I'm the first person or the last person that you've gone to the fantasy suites with. But if I find out that it you've gone, you've had sex with any of the other guys, I'm going to leave. But when he said that it was like world war three, but pretty when she's saying that everyone's behind her and yeah. I, I don't like Luke P, but I'm just like, okay, well what, like where's what's going on here?
0: Yeah. I you can know? definitely see that's like a double standard. And yeah. I feel like it's hard because for Luke P like, We all hated him for weeks before that conversation, Mm -hmm. so we were already ready to like attack him. And for Madison, like we all love her, so I think it's definitely hard because we want to support her, but I want to see how she makes this ultimatum. You know, like I don't know. I mean, I totally see what you mean. I want to like go back to that episode with Luke P and see how that went down again.
1: Yeah. And I want to, and I want to see like, like, you know, maybe it's the way that he said it, that was so bad, you know, cause I was the one that said like, I don't know if really what he's saying is so, it's is so bad, but how he's saying it is what's bad. You know, like he was just saying, I'm really religious and I am, you know, like God fearing and don't want, you know, my wife to be sleeping around before she's with me and stuff. And like, What he's saying probably wasn't that bad, but it was the way he was saying it. So maybe, you know, if she says it in a more respectful way, then, um, it'll be okay. But I really don't know how it's going to play out. So, um, we'll have to see next week, but I'm very curious to see like, what's, what happens with that? Because if, if he accepts that ultimatum and doesn't have sex with Victoria or Hannah Ann, then it's obvious that she's the one that he knew all along, you know?
0: Yeah. It'll definitely give us a lot of answers. However, Mm -hmm. things out. I agree.
1: Well, we will um, keep you updated um, if we hear anything crazy throughout the week, and um, we'll let you know how it goes. And next episode, but um, let's get into the fan favorite, which is asshole of the week. Yay! Okay, guys, so your favorite, and I have a good one this week. And I was like, okay, we need to do Asshole Week because I have one this week. And this isn't something that personally happened to me, but I think it's something that can spark a bit of a conversation between Erica and I um, because I think she'll have the same opinion as me and that this person is human trash. So um, Mm -hmm. this is um, someone that my mom works with, and I will not name any names, obviously, um, but I will just tell you what... Uh, the story that I have been told. Um, people at my mother's work were talking about like the presidential campaign, things like that, blah, 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 um, that we don't like to get into too much. And I'm not going to get into too much. Um, but um, Buttigieg got, I don't know if it's Buttigieg or Buttigieg. And I feel
0: really bad if I say it wrong. Um, is it Gig? I we have no clue. I've just realized I've never heard it said out loud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I, I want to say Spudigig. I'm okay, whatever. So I'm just going to call him Pete because it's <laughs> so, um, so Pete. So um, Pete. He um, was brought up because someone was talking about how much they love him, and um, you know that he is a great candidate, um, which I agree, and I think he's you know great. But I'm not going to get into politics. Um, and someone said if that gay man gets elected it will be a um, embarrassment to our entire country oh okay um and my mom said so who he chooses to love is an embarrassment and she said no um it's just because he's gay and I think that's embarrassing for our country and she also and then she finished it with saying um I let my husband know how I felt as well and he said and I quote well we already had a black president and it's just as embarrassing as that is Oh, okay. So that That is my asshole, you guys. And that is a piece of human trash for you, if you don't, um, in so many words. Don't
0: you just love when people, like, announce their blatant homophobia slash racism? And you can just be like, oh, okay, so you're shitty. Good to know. So you, so you are homophobic and racist.
1: Wow, that is a beautiful combination. Checking off the boxes of white trash. <laughs> oh, just absolutely, yeah. Um, so I thought that was a fantastic asshole for this week. Um, fantastic, we love that. Yeah, and I'm just—I was so disgusted to hear that it's that that people like that, people like
0: that, are really out there still. It's it's a sad realization. I don't see how who someone loves affects their capacity and the ability to be the president. Um, I mean. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, our president fucking sucks. But, um, <laughs> I mean, it's like for any president we've ever probably had, they have some kind of like thing, you know, where it's like yeah, some kind of past or some kind of you know drama, and yet they were still president. Like I was gonna say, yet yeah, that's okay. Exactly. But but being gay, no. Day. Or you're black. That supposedly those are the two. Yeah, it's like we've already had a black one. I think we're good for a while. Let's just keep going yeah. with whites. Let's just <laughs> keep going with whites who know absolutely no idea what they're doing. That you that seems to be going really
1: well for us. So um, I just want to say to who uh, said that that you are a piece of human trash.
0: I hope they're listening. Like, generally. and I think Erica will agree with me on that. I very much agree. Thank you, Sage.
1: Great um,
0: novel. Thank you. Um,
1: It just infuriated me and I don't want to get into politics, but um, you, I think you can know by now where we stand and how we feel about comments like that because they're not accepted. And um, I hope no one listening has any kind of thoughts like that um, or feels like that because that would really break my heart. So,
0: yeah, we we purposely avoid politics here on Balanced Broads because, you know, everyone has their opinions and who are we to say that it's like a wrong opinion, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like we are safe to say that if you are racist or homophobic, please stop listening to us mm-hmm. because we don't want you as a listener. Um, but, you know, political opinions aside, yeah, I mean, he's human being. I completely agree. I don't care if what
1: um, religion you are. I don't care what, um, what political party that you follow, um, who you support or who you don't support, because that's completely your um, decision. And that doesn't make me think any less or any more of anyone. Um, but I can say any racist or homophobic remarks or um, anything like that won't be accepted um, into our life or into our business. Um, so you can take any kind of... Um, homophobic or racist or any kind of anything in that aspect, any of those remarks, you can take them to another podcast because this is not the place.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And I'm going (laughs) to, sorry, Austin was asking me if he can shower. Yes, you can. (laughs) Um, So for my asshole, I also have a, not a, my experience, but um, it's like not a celebrity or anything. But it's definitely got Twitter talking, which, you know, Twitter likes to do. Oh, I know it is. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I'm excited. Go ahead. So it is um, this. I can't I don't know the airline for sure. But this lady posted a video where the guy behind her was punching her seat because she reclined it. Like, literally, it was a man.
1: It was a man punching her seat.
0: Yes. A man was sitting behind her. She reclined her seat. He proceeded to punch it, as one would do. Yes. Um, And it got Twitter talking because it was a whole debate on should you recline or should you not recline. And a surprising amount of people were saying that it's rude to recline, Mm -hmm. which makes no sense because. The seats recline. (laughs) Um, And yeah, it was just really interesting to see the debate. But like, I think for this lady who posted the video, she was kind of shocked because, I mean, this guy is like literally punching her seat. And she said that she complained to the flight attendant and the flight attendant gave the guy a free drink and apologized to him for the lady's behavior. Did you not know that? I did not know that. Yes. So she was just, I mean, rightfully pissed and posted it. And even there people were saying, why would you recline your seat? That's so rude. And I just, I don't, I don't see their point. Um, I I don't know. I feel like,
1: okay. I feel like, this was like a there like, I feel like this was a 70-30 thing. I think 30% of it was she probably reclined without asking, it, which I guess is fine. But I'm sure he seemed like a really tall man and maybe he asked her, hey, can you please not um, recline your seat? Like, my legs are long. And I have a feeling that maybe she was a Karen and was like, no, I will not, not recline my seat, you know? And then he probably got pissed and kicked her seat for the rest of the, punch her seat for the rest of the flight, which is obviously not okay. Um, But I feel like both of them were being assholes in this. Um, And I think if I'm right in that situation, that that's how I feel
0: that it went down. I can see your point. Like we obviously don't know exactly what happened. Although I mm-hmm. will say that she, I think, I don't know if she said he asked or she just waited, but she waited until he was done with his food and like put his like tray back up, I guess, to recline. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know much more than that, but I can agree with like, okay, if you, when I'm on a plane, I see who's sitting behind me. If it's like, you know, a normal person, I'm going to recline if I want to. Um, But if I see like, it's someone who's very tall or like who obviously needs the space, I'm going to, be courteous of that and that's just me Mm -hmm. but I feel like if your seat reclines you're allowed to recline like well they have enough space for a reason yeah
1: we only recline so much
0: yeah like it doesn't recline straight up into your lap like that would be different. (laughs) that would be rude but I don't think that you need to ask permission to recline otherwise the seats wouldn't recline unless the person behind you said, yes, you may recline. Yeah. In that case, no one would recline. (laughs) No (laughs) one would say, yes, you can recline. Yeah, no, I I agree. I don't don't see how people think otherwise. And if you do, I would love to hear your point of view, like not saying that you're wrong. I just don't get it. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I'm flying this weekend and I'm not too much of like, I am very like nervous of pissing off people. Mm -hmm. So like I... I feel bad sometimes when I recline, but yeah, it's a six hour flight. Like I'm going to recline at some point point, yeah. you know? mm-hmm. um, and I'm not going to ask, but mm-hmm. I just, I don't, that was a crazy one for me. I cannot believe Twitter blew up so much on this issue. Yeah. Twitter was all over it. Um, that's, I mean, that's a, that's a good asshole though. It's very relevant. Very well relevant. Thank you Twitter for providing our asshole of the week. thank Thank you for providing
1: content yes um well yeah there you go guys that was um this week's episode i hope you enjoyed it um um and i want to talk really quick before we go um make sure you enter our giveaway um We only have like two weeks, I believe, left of our giveaway before we announce our winner, which we're so excited to announce. Um, So make sure you go and enter that. Make sure you comment when you're done on any of our Instagrams. um, So we know that you are entered. We can um, put you in the raffle and the correct person wins. So make sure you do that. Um, But Erica, for now, you can hit us with the socials.
0: Yeah, I feel like we should post the giveaway thing again so that we can Get back on people's feeds and remind them. Because I know for me, I always forget to enter a giveaway like when I first see it. Mm-hmm. So we're going to post that again for you guys. Um, head over to our Instagram at Balance Broads Pod. Our Twitter is at Balance Broads. And our personal Instagram, Sage is at Sage with two A's. I am at Erica.KL. And yeah, enter that giveaway, guys. At Soby Lane. Yeah, at Soby Lane is our partnership cast will be like, what the fuck guys?
1: (laughs) I know. Right. Um, but yeah, guys, so
0: that's all we have for today's episode and we will
1: see you next week with another, uh, fun filled episode. So I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Thank you so much for joining in as always. You are so loved and appreciated. Um, but we will see you soon. Bye Brads. Bye.